Mission with Jonesy and Amanda. Our next guest's tale of surviving a wildfire during an ultramarathon made her a household name around Australia and the world. But these days, she'd rather be known for something else, and that is being happy. She knows a thing or two about overcoming a crappy time. She's written a book filled with tips on how we can embody happiness too. Thrilled to welcome Taria Pitt. Hello, Taria. Oh, good morning, James and Amanda. How you guys going? Taria, you are always in my mind. You are my oh. spirit guide. And since I've met you and I've, I've read your book, I just, I'm just i always inspired by you. My thing is, whenever I'm doing something and it's looking tough, I go, what would Taria do? And it could be anything. And I, and, 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 no, you don't. And no way have, am I trivialising anything that you went through, but I often think about you running through there and there's that point where you just keep going and I think, what will I do? What do, what would you do? Uh, it's interesting. I'm well, well, no, but it's good. Yesterday you helped me in my decision between long grain and short grain rice, so that's uh, something. Which one, which one did you go for? I went with the long grain. Ah, they're making an impact all around the world. <laughs> it's interesting that the title of your book, Happy and Other Ridiculous Aspirations, is it? I think our society has this giant pursuit of happiness, but it's unrealistic to be happy all the time, isn't it? Yeah, and I guess that's why I call it a ridiculous aspiration because I think a lot of people think that when they get a job promotion or when they'll get married or when they'll buy their house or when they move into their apartment, that then they'll be happy. And I think there's no singular destination of happiness. I think it's about finding lightheartedness, joy and contentment in our everyday, ordinary lives. And I don't think there's been a better time to do that than this crazy year that we're going through. It was interesting that um, in the news last week, Nick Coatsworth, who's the Deputy Chief Medical Officer, said, you know what, to everyone in lockdown, if you're struggling, can I suggest you get up in the morning and you make your bed? And interestingly, you say the same thing. Yes. Well, it's like it's one of those cornerstone habits that, you know, if we get into the habit of doing it, it makes us feel like, well, if we can make our bed, maybe we can drink two litres of water. And if we can drink two litres of water, then maybe we can eat a bit healthier today. Um, And it's a really simple, fundamental thing that we can all start by doing. So just like you can make your bed or you can go outside for a walk or you can get up and think about three things that you're grateful for. All of these things are really easy, really simple strategies that we can do to make ourselves just that little bit happier. Mm. And you're happy because you're a little baby boy. We haven't spoken. Congratulations on little Rahiti. It's Rahiti, is it? It's Rahiti. Thank you so much. Well, yeah, we had crazy bushfires down on the south coast where mm. I live. Then I had a baby. And then coronavirus pinned every kid is. So it's been a pretty wild year for me, but um, it's been good. I've been enjoying enjoying spending time with my with my family. Mm. So what are that is one of the tenets, isn't it, of happiness? As you say, is 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 take pleasure and gratitude in the in, in the time you have. Exactly, and 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 not being so caught up in the present or in the past, but trying to enjoy each moment. So I like to spend um, my mornings. I wake up, my kids are up bloody early. They were up this morning at uh, quarter to five. And I like to just try and spend that time with them and try and enjoy them as much as I can rather than thinking about how I wish I got more sleep or how I wish they slept in a little longer because there's nothing I can do about that. That's right. So it's choosing your response to things. I was very interested that you say you've got a strong desire to punch people who say what doesn't kill you makes you you stronger. What is it about that phrase that that winds you up? Uh, uh, It's just one of those platitudes that uh, I guess well-meaning people might say to someone. Um, And it's not necessarily helpful 
if someone's received a cancer diagnosis to say to them, hey, well, you know, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Mm. Um, you know, in, instead of better thing to say for someone that's going through a hard time, whether that's they've gone through a relationship breakdown or they've been burnt during an ultramarathon, uh, would be to say, hey, what, you went, what you're going through right now is really crappy, um, but I'm here for you. And next week I'm going to drop over some chicken soup on Thursday. I hope that's okay. Mm. Oh, you're going to drop us around some chicken soup. I, <laughs> I could do that. Oh, no, no, I thought you were going to drop it to me. <laughs> Spirit, I'm happy to ride down and see you, Tria, and drop off some chicken soup. It's always a treat to talk to you. Happy and other ridiculous aspirations is in all good bookstores today. Buy it. Use Tria as your spirit guide like really, I Really, I've just got a lot out of it already, and I've only just started to, to make my way through it. Tria, it's inspirational, and thank you. Oh, thank you so much, guys. I always love chatting with you, too. It's delightful. Oh. Thank you so much. And, and say hi to Michael and the fam. Yeah, I will. You guys have a good one. Thank Bye. you. Look after yourself. Jam Nation. With Jonesy and Amanda.